What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, Certified Animal Chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy. As your host, I am a Certified Animal Chiropractor, an Access Consciousness Facilitator, Talk to the Animals Practitioner, and Animal Wizard. And I am here today, I am every week, to empower you to know what you know about your amazing animals. So today we are going to talk about holiday weight gain. Are our animals fat? Um, did you or your animal gain a few pounds this holiday season? Um, how easy can it be to remove that weight from our animals, from ourselves? Um, what different tools can we use? Um, how does maybe access consciousness look at things a little differently? Are our animals overweight or fat in general? Um, throughout this hour, I invite you to ask questions, share your animal stories, and join us on this radio adventure. Um, you can reach me in a variety of ways. You can call them in at 815-880-8255 if you're in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, and in the U.K., 033-0001-0625. You can Skype them in at a2zen.fm. And you can chat them in at www.a2zen.fm um, along the red line along the top. Choose chat room um, and and drop on in and chat in a question or two. Um, before we get to our topic today of holiday weight gain or just looking at um, are our animals overweight, let's ask for all of our animals to join us for the show and let's ask them what they would like the world to know about. So I was going to start with a clearing today. So what have you, and I'm talking to to the humans, what have you aligned and agreed with, resisted or reacted to when it comes to what your animal's is or isn't? So everything that is times a godzillion can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And I wasn't quite sure where the show was going to go, and I was... I was looking at different questions and looking at different um, places on accessconsciousness.com. Um, I, I don't tend to do the whole show before before I get on the air. It, it's pretty much what comes up is where we go. Um, but I was wondering, I'm like, okay, so how much are we going to talk about the animal's weight? Ver- not versus, but... Um, how much are we going to talk about the people's weight and how much does that kind of go hand in hand um, and not just cut back food lose weight? Um, and I'm going to start with, I, I, I talked to um, my friend and her dog, Grace, about talking about them on this show. And she's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Um, and Grace carries around, and Grace is a um, is dog, um, and she carries around extra weight. And mom has done all of the usual things you're supposed to do. You know, cut back their food, add in green beans so they feel fuller and they don't eat so many calories, um, you know, changing different proteins sometimes. Um, 
the protein that they eat. Maybe they always eat chicken. Maybe they actually have a sensitivity to chicken that um, the animal then retains weight because of that. So she changed her diet, all of this. And nothing... um, Nothing is is changing in the weight department. Um, And so we talk about it pretty much every time she comes in for her adjustment. Um, Katie and I talk about it, the owner. Grace doesn't want to talk about it. Um, (laughs) uh, She's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. I'm done talking about it. Don't talk about it anymore. So that's your, you know, how much in resistance is Grace to we need to lose weight, which is being impelled on her um, by the humans. So, and that's where, you know, where have you aligned and agreed? So maybe we should ask the animals where they have aligned and agreed with or resisted to react, reacted to it when it comes to um, what their weight is or isn't or what their humans would like their weight to be or not to be. Times a godzillion can we uncreate and destroy all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. So, and it is, she actually lives, the story's going to go on, I guess. And she actually lives in an apartment building, and she loves to actually check in with everybody that lives in all the apartments. And she energetically mind, and she checks in with all the comings and the goings, and all the shifts in personnel. And and we've, we've talked to Grace many times about, when you are taking on all that energy, when you're out on your walks or even in the apartment, it doesn't really matter. Why don't you give that back to um, back to the earth and so you don't hold on to it. So a lot of her weight is what she's holding on to emotionally. Um, it's, and so it, it's not always just a cup of food in and an extra walk. That may be what's going on with your animal, with your dog, um, but it's not always the case. Um, and, and Keisha really would like to know, do animals really have a point of view about weight? Well, do they? Energetically, do they have a point of view about their weight? No. So where does the quote-unquote extra weight come from? Um, I found this quote. We're going to jump all the way to the end of um, an article. I found a quote by Danielle um, who is the worldwide coordinator for um, Right Body for You? Um, and she's and she's talking about people here. And she says, when I see a person who's obese, I never see them covered with fat. I see them covered with judgment. So, how much judgment are our animals holding on to from us that then they retain what we call? extra weight or obesity or fat or whatever term you want to use. Everything that is times a gazillion can we uncreate and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So I thought that quote was very interesting. So let's go back to to our animals' people. So are people really obese or overweight or are they covered with judgment and how much do they abuse their own bodies with judgment that then you retain the retain weight or hold your weight or add weight um, because you're beating up your body. So everything that is, times a gazillion, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. Um, Stephanie in the chat room with us, and I just caught a little quote um, 
She goes, her her Dakota's been feeling a little extra tubby lately. So <laughs> it was cute. It's her little Sheltie. Um, and let's go into breed specific. Sheltie love to put on weight. So what's that about? Your Labradors tend to have more weight than other breeds. So what's that all about? Um, you know, your Greyhounds, you usually see ribs. What's that about? So you also have, in in the dog world, you know, genetic components, or what we call genetic components, that it's okay for a greyhound to be thin, but it's not okay to be for a Labrador to be thin. And in the dog world, quote-unquote, that I work in every day, we talk about the Labradors quite a bit. Um, what the owners consider a good weight or well, they're just a big Labrador, is really overweight. Um, what you actually want to see from this reality's point of view when you're looking at your dog um, is when you're looking down on top of them, they actually should have a waist. Like you should be able to see the end of their rib cage and have a little waist before their hips kind of flare out again. Um, they should not just be a rectangle. Um, so, And everything that is. Times Godzilla, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. It goes back to, you know, what have we aligned, us owners, people, humans, what have we aligned and agreed with or resisted and reacted to when it comes to what your animal's weight is or isn't, should or shouldn't be? Times a Godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. Um, how... When we go into, let's broaden it out, when we talk about Labrador Retrievers, um, how many of us on the planet even uh, have aligned and agreed that, that it's okay for that dog to be heavier because it's a Labrador and it likes food? I find I, I when I sit down and start looking at these questions, I, I almost giggle to myself. I'm like, that's an amazing thing to put on a particular breed of dog. Like, wow. And how much does that read that that's what's going on currently? Um, especially for that breed. Uh, so, and, and Stephanie times in here, owner's point of view of their dog's weight is very interesting. And it is very interesting. We talk to them... Um, on a daily basis with clients in our office, and, and, and Stephanie is my right-hand gal at the office. Um, and, and owners really don't realize their animals could weigh less. Let's put it that way. Um, they buy into, and I'm going to stick with the Labrador since it, they're such a popular breed, and everybody can kind of get a picture of them in their head, um, that it's okay for that dog to not have a waist and you don't see their ribs. It's okay because it's a Labrador and everyone's bought that point of view. And so that point of view from us is then put on the dog. And the dog's like, okay, I can I can put on five pounds for you so we look like a rectangle and not have a waist. So everything that that kind of brings up into um, your world that maybe you've never looked at, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Type of Godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, um, and beyond. Uh, and 
teach you in the chat room, a lot of this um, seems to be around possession and control. And that is something I was looking at on this. Um, uh, Gary Douglas and Danielle Carr did a call, um, The Lies of Obesity, and you can go to accessconsciousness.com for, um, I believe it's over with, and you can buy the recording of that. And uh, some of the points I got for this call came from there, even though that's about people. Well, this is about us people, too. Um, the lie of number two, no, not, yeah, number three, sorry, is that willpower and the control of, and if you only had enough willpower, you wouldn't have this problem. And so how much do we control our animals, and how much do we underfeed, overfeed, feed them the wrong food, um, feed them at the wrong times of the day, and we never ask them a question about what they would like and what is good for their bodies. And that kind of takes us back to our bodies are conscious. They have um, what they would like. Um, and so wouldn't it go to don't our animals have what they would like also? So let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about um, our animals, our control, and weight on our animals. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And again, I invite you to join me with your questions and your animals. And check out how easy it is to chat in your question live at www.a2zen.fm. Click on the chat room along the top of the homepage. Follow the directions. And you're here live with me. Or email your questions at a later date to to me directly at drandy at harpersridge.com. So we were talking about control before we went to the break. Um, And how well do you respond when someone tries to force something on you? So how well do you think our animals respond when we try to force something on them? And we were talking about how Grace needs to lose weight and and the focus is on the weight and Grace needs to lose weight and the focus is on the weight. How much is she resisting? How much is she done talking about it? How much is she not going to release any of her 
wait because we want her to. So how much do they push back when we're pushing so hard about an issue? Um, and so, and that can just be one component of it. Um, and so just keep that in, in mind when you're looking at, okay, we, we need to take a couple pounds off my dog, or maybe we need to put a couple pounds on our dogs because they can be too skinny too. That does actually occur. A lot of times in my chiropractic practice, um, we actually go for too skinny. It is easier on their joints. It's easier for them to get around. Um, it's easier to move their weight um, if they happen to have arthritis or pain or anything like that. So we actually go to the too skinny part of it. Um, and my poodle has been called too skinny on many occasions. Um, he's actually one that I've never been able to get weight on him personally now. What's interesting about that, when he was about six or seven, um, he stayed with my mom, so he stayed with grandma. I think we were there in between moves or whatever. We were there for eight weeks, and she managed to put six pounds on my dog. I have never in almost 13 years been able to do that. In eight weeks flat, she put six pounds on him. Let's look at um, my at grandma's world, and she's always had a lot more weight concerns, weight issues, um, always trying to lose the weight, always beating her body up about it. And so kind of how cool is that, that all of her judgments, he's like, okay, I can I can put on weight. And, and, and it's, it's funny how that flips in their world. Like, okay, um, I was talking with someone about the animals are kind of caught in our crossfire. They live in our homes with us. They're in our heads all the time. They see all, feel all, know all, aware of all of the talk that goes on in our heads. Um, and they read it even faster than we can get it out. Don't ever forget that. So how much was going on in her head about her weight in that eight-week period that he went, okay, um, I can show you what that looks like too. So it's definitely a little bit different, a little bit um, flipped around on how their worlds are a little different than ours and how much they kind of show us back what they're getting um, out of our heads. So what have you aligned and agreed with, resisted or reacted to when it comes to your animal's weight? What it is, what it isn't, what it should, what it shouldn't be, what it could be, what you would will it to be. Everything, all that is times a godzillion can we uncreate um, and destroy all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shirts, and beyonds. Wow, it's so cool when new stuff comes to my own head on on the radio show. Um, and as soon as we, Poodle and I moved out, and this was many years ago, eh, weight went away, boom. Um, and he's never, quote-unquote, had a weight issue again. Um, and so, and actually, none of my animals do. I actually have a little dog that I was talking to right before the show, and I, I'm like, okay, you actually get, um, extra food because she's so skinny. So I impel on her. She's skinny, and I need to 
it's funny how I say skinny when I talk about her. Um, all of that, when you are talking about your animals, pay attention to how you say certain things. It may give you clues to exactly what the energy is. Um, just a side note on that. But she is she is really skinny, and we want her skinny because she's had some disc issues and walking issues in the past. But I was joking with her, or not, um, about, you know, you just vibrate all of that, um, all the extra calories off of her. And she's always shivering and shaking and in the middle of things and looking at this and sniffing that. And she does burn, quote-unquote, more calories. But it's, But is it really that, or... Is it more, I keep going in my head, she's really skinny, she's really skinny, she's really skinny. So just something else to look at on that. So when you are looking at, let's say, your Labrador, your Bulldog, and you just keep going over and over in your head, oh, he's fat, he's fat, he's fat, he's fat, what are you going to get more of? Fat. So everywhere... You think things and your animals show you things and you've never even looked at that before. Can we uncreate and destroy it all? Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, line, boy, shorts, and beyonds. So what have you aligned and agreed with, resisted or reacted to when it comes to what your animal's weight is or isn't? Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all mine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital about having an overweight animal? So again, I'm talking to the owners in the house hold um and that's a odd question wouldn't you say what have you made so vital about having an overweight animal for what reason would you choose to have an overweight animal and i don't you'll have to look at your world and get your energy around that but what have you made so vital about having an overweight animal everything that is times a gazillion can we uncreate and destroy it all right wrong good bad pod poc all nine boy shorts and beyonds um that do you do you get is it comforting let's go with comforting is it comforting to feed your animal cuz i will hear that a lot from people well you know they're still really hungry or you know it's my it's my duty it's what i'm supposed to do is to feed them and you know and so what is that that overfeeding or an overweight animal is so vital to you about? Where's that coming from? And do you overfeed yourself? Do you not listen to your own body? Um, is it comforting to you to eat? So it must be comforting to your animal to eat. Everything that is times a gazillion can you create and destroy it all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, my shorts, and beyonds. So I'm going to share Stephanie's, um, she's got, Stephanie has tons of animals in her home, and she's these sugar gliders, which are little flying squirrels. They're really cute. Um, and she's talking about them in the chat room. And in the U.S., they weigh around 115 to 140 grams. In Indonesia, they are actually two to three times that size and weight because they're, there it is seen as incredibly cute and adorable being overweight. Here, people really look at, that as disgusting and overweight. So how cool are the animals for picking that up and changing their bodies for our views? Um, Is that what could be going on? Well, um, could that be what's going on? And and the energy around that is, um, yeah. And so 
how much cuter is a fat dog than a skinny dog? Everything that is I just got so incoming and great story at all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. What if it's simply, you know, a cuddle factor in some in some homes for some animals, for some people? Um and and we'll go back to um what Keisha said earlier. Do they really have a point about their weight? And gen- and if you look in the energy of around just animals in general, no. So for those that are then in that's going well, if they're overweight and then they get um then they have a thyroid issue and then they could get diabetes or they could have a heart problem or da 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 I mean, look at where this show could go. I mean are we then impelling all of those diseases on them because we've already impelled that they're overweight and that when they're overweight they also get sick? And how much of that kind of correlates or looks like what we do to our own bodies in our own life and living? Everything that was that was brought up with that, can we uncreate and destroy it all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. So what's it going to take to have no point of view about the weight of your animal? What does that look like? And what if you having no point of view about the weight of your animal actually allows them to shift their weight, change their weight, and find something that really works for them? Um, just, just, I wonder... I know I had a little dead space there because my brain went, oh, I mean, what's it going to take to get there? Um, and how, and would it even be possible without getting out a point of view about your own weight and your own weight issues and your own body issues? Everything that came up on any of those questions and something that you could really look at for yourself and for your animal, can we uncreate and destroy at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. Um, Keisha has a question. She says, is feeding a default activity when people aren't really choosing to be present with their pets? Um, rather than spending time interacting in different ways, or feeding equates to good care for a lot of people? Well, let's look at the energy. I think... Um, I shouldn't think, but I'm aware of that. In most worlds, yes. Um, I may not be able to get them out for a walk or get them to the park, but I sure can give them dinner. And I can even put a little extra on top because I can, and that means I love them. Um, What if putting that little extra on top adds to a little extra on the hips? (laughs) Um, And yes, and how much do we prove that we love them by feeding them? just an interesting point of view, an interesting question to look at. Um, With my poodle, we have such a relationship, and he has such awareness of himself. And I've joked about this dog many times, and it it is completely true. A lot of animals will take on our stuff or will mirror our stuff back or will will do a lot of this kind of um, showing us what what we could see if we took a look. And he's one of those that's like, you know what, Mom, that's your problem. I'm not dealing with it. And so he's never been a food, big food dog. Um, he likes certain things. He loves chocolate chip cookies, and he knows Oreo cookie packaging. He is my, my dessert dog. But literally every morning I ask him, do you want to eat now or later? Sometimes it's right now when we get up. Sometimes it's in a little bit. 
do you want lunch today? And I'll get a yes or no. Do you want one scoop or two scoops? Um, do you want this raw meat or that raw meat? And literally, I will go through all the questions. It takes less than 10 seconds flat. You know, it doesn't take a lot of time. And he'll and I'll get the energetic awareness from him on what he'd like to do that day, or at least in that 10 seconds, about food. You know, and then everyone else out there is going, yeah, my dog would inhale the entire bag of food if I left it out. And I have that dog, too. Um, and there's not really in his world... Just give me the food. Just give me the food. Just give me the food. There is no, he doesn't slow down enough to really take a look at that. So, and I ask a lot of questions around that all the time, and I wonder what that is. Because we have, there are a lot of dogs out there, just give me the food. Just give me the food. Just give me the food. So is that theirs or their owners? How is it some dogs in the household are like that and other dogs are not? You know, where they decided that? Was there a lifetime where there wasn't enough food that this lifetime they're going to take full advantage of? So what have you aligned and agreed with, resisted or reacted to when it comes to your animal's weight? And what it is or isn't, shouldn't, should or shouldn't be, could, could be, is, blah, blah, all of that. Times a Godzilla can young create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, ambiance. Let's take a break and we'll come right back. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Along with hosting this radio show, I have an animal chiropractic practice in Denver, Colorado, where I offer animal chiropractic care, laser therapy, energetic magic with animals, um, verbal processing, using the access tools to go beyond um, training, beyond behavior, beyond personality issues, beyond just communicating with your animal, um, and really change what may be going on for you and your animal. Um, having lots of fun, offering new things all the time. Um, looking at 2015 and the amount of classes and workshops we're going to have for you and your animal, sometimes together, sometimes separate. Um, right now in my practice, I am playing with the bars. And the bars is 32 points on the people's head. Animals do not have bars. And so I offered to my clientele to come on in and experience the bars with um, an animal in the room. Um, I've always run the bars with my animals. They lay down, they hang out, um, they they just think it's cool. Um, we kind of artificially 
set up something, you know. <laughs> I don't think trying to set them up, but I'm really looking at the energy and, and playing with it and seeing how the animals react to it. And some that are used to being in energy, be it access energy, be it bars energy, be it a different energy, they go, oh, cool, this is what you're going to do, they lay down. Others that this is their first experience with it tend to not be able to quote unquote handle it. They there's more panting, there's more pacing. Um, they like to get into my face almost. What are you doing? Kind of question. Um, they check on mom or dad who's on the table. It's just very interesting. And what I've noticed is if mom or dad brings something for them to chew on, that kind of dissipates some of their uneasy energy and gets their head out of the way. Kind of like when we um, go to sleep, we kind of out of the way. With them, if they have something to chew on, they'll get out of their way. So it's really, really cool. We had one little dog on the table that mom was really hoping this would, and again, everything that all the decisions, judgments, um, computations, and conclusions we placed on our animals. She was really hoping this would change, you know, her entire behavior for the last 13 years about being anxious. Um, what was really cool about that is the dog did not get calm, but she was as anxious as she usually is, but she's completely present, which is interesting because a lot of animals that get that anxious leave their bodies. And so it was very cool because she was completely present with what was going on. She was looking at me in the eye. She would actually, she was a small enough dog, would get in between mom's head and one of my hands and get in between the bars. Like, like what you know, I'm running. Really cool. But when I got to peace and calm and kindness, she went to the end of the table. She would not come up by mom's head until we were done running that bar. What does that mean? Who knows? Um, does it mean anything? Probably not. You know, it was just really cool to watch that. So we're playing with that. We'll probably get some more updates as we go along. Um, just playing with the energy and, and seeing what a contribution our animals can be. Um, we have an intro to the right body for you at my Denver office on January 15th. Mara Claire, another CF, is going to come in and do that. Um, I am offering five days to change your life at the end of January, so January 23rd through February 2nd, Bars Foundation Level 1. If you're in Denver or want to come to Denver, um, we're doing an intro to access, which is animals and entities what? So Cara Wright, good friend and fellow facilitator, will be in Denver, and we're going to talk about animals and entities on Friday evening, which is February 6th, I believe. Um, and then Cara is going to do a beginning class to talk to the entities on February 7th and 8th. Also in Denver. Phew! Um, and then Susie Godsey, which is our worldwide coordinator for Talk to the Animals for Access Consciousness, is coming to Denver. We're going to do a Beyond Training class in July, so July 28th and 29th. So we're getting all the details on that. And um, what else can we all create? Um, we are going to talk about actual food and dog food and all of our judgments on what we feed, how we feed, um, is it a good food, is it a bad food, blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is a conversation I have every single day in my office. And I want to I wanna tell this story first and then we'll do some clearings because this, this, this kind of hit me, I don't know, maybe nine months ago. Um, I I have... My clientele for my chiropractic practice is really higher end. Um, I don't know how to, I'm just going to put this out there. I don't generally see the dogs that are tied up in the backyard. We generally see the dogs that 
are fed really good food, are taken to doggy daycare, that wear, co- you know, like the pampered pets, let's just call them that. Um, not that there's a wrongness in, in either of it. Um, and so when I ask, what do you feed, they usually tell me they're on a raw diet. They usually tell me a really high-end, what we consider, what we have judged as a high-end kibble. And this one lady had this 12-year-old doodle, which is, I think he was a Labradoodle, so Labrador and a Poodle mix. Um, and she comes in, he looks great, his weight's great. He had, I think, a sore neck, I can't recall. And I'm like, what do you feed? And she goes, um, one of the grocery, one of the brands that you just buy in the grocery store. And all of my points of view come up, all of my judgments on how you should not feed that food. That food is awful. It's got coloring. It's bad for the dog. Everything that is times a godzillion. We uncreate and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. So everywhere where I'm a dog food snob, and everywhere where you're a dog food snob, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys and de- boy shorts, and beyond. And if she doesn't ask another question, I don't say anything. I'm like, cool. Does he eat it? Yep, he loves it. All right. And I can see either one of their worlds. This is not a problem. Cool. So what if it's really our points of view on what's a good food or a bad food that actually um, actualizes the issue with the food? Meaning if you don't have a point of view and you feed the same bag of food every day for the entire 15 years the dog lives with you from the grocery store and you buy the cheapest one there, but there's no point of view in your world that there's anything wrong with that, what if there's actually nothing wrong with that? Everything that applies to Godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. So, you know, now everyone's like, I can almost, everyone's worlds are like, oh, what do I do with that? Do I go to the grocery store? <laughs> what if you choose something that's going to work for you and your animal? I mean, what if we start looking at all the food that way? Um, right now in the dog world, um, raw, raw food diets are all the rage, right? Everyone should be on raw food. And then the veterinarians are like, no, you should not be on raw food. Oh, you should be on this brand of food we sell here or that, 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 that. And we can go on and on and on and on. Um, so back to the raw food. That's what I was feeding my dogs, and I was doing it, quote-unquote, the right way, right? I was also, well, actually, I probably wasn't doing it the right way, if you really wanted, you know. But in my world, I was doing it the right way. And the poodle loves to show me things, and he's like, I'm done with eating that food. I would like some kibble. Literally had arguments with him, energetic arguments, not really arguments, but energetic back-and-forthness with him about this for probably two months. And he was refusing to eat, and then he'd eat a little bit, and then we would discuss this some more. And I, I throw out discuss and argue, and, and we, 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 we kind of do move our energies back and forth, and, and, and it's kind of a lot of fun with him. I, um, we've spent many lifetimes together. We've kind of perfected this. Um, and, of course, he won. Because really, do we own them or do they own us? Um, and I was sitting in a nutrition talk, and they were going through this kibble and this food and everything that the store had, and I got great information. I am 15 miles away from the poodle, and this gal mentions this one brand of dog food. He's like, that, buy me that. 
I bought him that. We've been eating ever since. So how much did I have to get over that I had to feed kibble again? Because kibble's a wrongness. Everything that is, times a godzilla, can we create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. Um, and now he's eating. And he's so happy. So, again, the willpower, the control, the I own you, the I possess you, I am right, you are wrong because you are animal. Everything that comes up that comes up with all of that can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So Keisha's like, okay, we're talking about dog food here. So what about the GMO corn? And what about you know? And I'm going to add to her question. What about this additive? What about this coloring? What about this? What about that? What about anything like that? What if that's only a problem because we deem it a problem? Everything that is, times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. Um, I was listening to a call, um, and Dane was talking about drinking scotch coffee and I don't know, eating donuts, you know, and the wrongness of all of that. And he's like, wait a minute, if that's what the body wants and you're doing this from fun and consciousness, what's wrong with that? And And the lies that are in there, so... You know, we have so many considerations, judgments, computations, um, decisions around food, our food, our dog's foods, our cat's foods, our horse's foods. Where where do you start sometimes? Um, and I'm going to go back to the question I've been asking this, this for this hour is what have you aligned and agreed with, resisted or reacted to when it comes to what your animal weight is or isn't, what they are eating or not eating, um, what you choose to feed or not feed, everything times a godzillion. Can we uncreate all of that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, ambience. Um, Carol with her, I love her humor. She goes, oh my God, how do we get out of bed in the morning? Huh, how many mornings do you lay there going, should I get out of bed this morning? Um, so how much do we use this? And this is just a small portion of our life and living around food and weight. And just talking about it is is actually not a lot of fun. That's how kind of heavy of a topic um, it is. And I was uh, talking to uh, Carol before we came on the air about, hmm, notice no one wanted to call in and talk about weight today. (laughs) They probably didn't want to know that their animals are overweight. Um, they don't want to actually have to change anything around it because that would require changing something around it. Um, nobody really wants to talk about it for themselves or their animals. And it's not really a light topic. It's called weight. <laughs> Weight's kind of heavy. Um, let's go take our third break. Um, and we'll come back and see if we can lighten some of this up. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. 
This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. Um, we are here every Monday at Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Show at a2zen.fm, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific. Our next show, January 12th, um, we're going to have our good friend, professional trainer Anna Malera, back. And we are going to go beyond animal body language. Um, I was talking with her the other day, and we're like, okay, let's back it up a few steps because we kind of jumped into some tr- actual training points. Um, and let's talk about body language. And then I threw in the beyond body language. Because um, what's the energy around that body language? And let's... Um, Look at that and, and maybe clear some of that so so you can open up that communication with your animal even more. Um, so we're going to lighten things up. We kind of got heavy and overwhelmed and what do we do about all this? So let's see if we can lighten this up. Um, and I love Keisha's contribution. Um, and she's like, I'd just be in the question. How easy is that? You know, I've actually told people to take their dog into wherever they shop for their food, wherever that may be, and have them pick out something. They will pick it out. Ask them, what would you like to eat for your next round of food, whatever that may be, if it's a bag, if it's a tube, if it's a box, whatever. Um, What would you like to eat this time? And see what you get. Um, I, Again, I was in my two months of quote arguing with the poodle over what I think he should eat and what he really would like to eat, and we did this. We went into the pet store. He walks right over to what was one of his formerly favorite bags of kibble. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're here to pick out your raw food. What what, what raw food would you like? <laughs> and we bought a couple. He would not answer me. He's like, no, no, no. Did I listen? No. Um, bought some raw food. He barely ate that. We had to, like, top it with cheese and, and bribe. There was lots of bribing going on. But if I had just been more in the question or the actual question instead of what I thought was the right question. Um, probably if we had bought that bag of kibble, boom, would have been perfect. Shouldn't use the word perfect. But he probably would have eaten it and been happy about it. So what have you made so vital about having an overweight animal? Everything that is times a godzillion can we uncreate and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, ambience. So you can play with this. Be in the question. Ask your animal, what would you like this time? And maybe go shopping every time. Or get an idea of we like these three brands and let's rotate through these. And you can even ask without taking them to the store. Once you get pretty good at being in the question, would you like beef or chicken this time? Would you like pork or turkey this time? And and, and you can start following um, all the energy around that. And what I say is play with it. This is maybe... A lot, a lot outside your box. It may be somewhat in the corner of your box, but play with it. You're not going to maybe get 100% your first time um, out of the box with this, but play with it. And and have a little fun going shopping with your animal and seeing what they like to eat. Um, 
So, I am going to read my little disclaimer. Let's do that before um, we run out of time because it goes so fast here. So, as a certified animal chiropractor, I'd like to remind everyone that this information was provided for informational purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness. If you or your animal have health concerns, you are encouraged to seek the counsel of a veterinarian who is knowledgeable in your area of interest. Um, Keisha says, it really does invite me to look more at what I am contributing to the relationship. Um, Point at something and there are four fingers pointing back at me. (laughs) How cute. Um, And Carol's like, I guess we could do that when we go shopping for our food, right? (laughs) Has anyone done that, actually? I'm going to throw this into your world. I have done that. I've walked into the grocery store and go, body, what would you like? And do not be surprised if your body goes, oh, too many choices. Because we're not really, um, in this reality, brought up with um, you could choose from anything. We're usually giving one or two choices, or three choices, tops, right? You can have this or that, or maybe this other thing. So when you walk into the grocery store and go, buddy, you could have whatever you'd like. Pay attention to what the energy comes up. And the first couple times I did this, I was so... I'm going to use the word overwhelmed, but wouldn't it being really be overwhelmed? Um, I couldn't, there was no answer. I'm like, okay, well, let's go to the produce. Is there anything here? Yes or no? Go to the meat section. Is there anything here? Yes or no? Is there anything in this aisle? This aisle. Oh, it's in this aisle. I think the very first time I left with a box of raisins. Swear. Like, real body, you wanted raisins. And they were the best raisins ever. So when you're first doing this with your animal, they most likely are going to go to, you know, those low buckets of, like, chewy things like bully sticks and tracheas and pick those out because, you know, they're used to shopping for those. They're not necessarily used to shopping for their food. So you may, okay, we'll get one of these, but can you come over here and see what food you like to eat on an everyday basis? Um, And so you might have to walk through it a little bit with them, too. Um, and try it for yourself, and try it with them, and just play with it, and and see what kind of changes um, with all of that. Just just my interesting point of view I thought I'd share with y'all. So what have you aligned and agreed with, resisted or reacted to when it comes to your animal's weight, and what it is or isn't, what you feed them, what you don't feed them, what they would like to eat and don't eat, when they want to eat or don't want to eat, Everything that is times a gazillion can we uncreate and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital about having an overweight animal? Everything that is times a gazillion can we uncreate and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital about being overweight yourself, if that is true for you? Everything that is times a gazillion can we uncreate and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Um, so I'm going to ask Carol um, over the air here. Um, so would you like to get an animal this week or not? Carol does not have an animal, um, and she's always um, she always has the best questions and insights. Um, and there was a show a few back where we were talking about how much they um, show us and are with us and can be such a contribution if you're willing to be aware. She's like, I don't want an animal. I don't want a dog right now, so she says she always wants one. So just checking in with Carol. Um, so to kind of wrap up here, we've got a few minutes till the end. Um, yes, 
take a look at your animal. This is kind of the practical side of it. If they have a waste, that's what you're looking for. Um, we, we, and if you can feel all the ribs and those furry breeds, you might want to squeeze them every once in a while. You don't necessarily have to go to the scale at the vet's office. Um, what if you get a real good sense of what, how you would like your animal to feel and um, how they would like to feel? Um, you could be killing them with all the love of food you are giving them. So everything that is times a gazillion can we create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. Um, and so we want to waste. And it may be dog-like the food. You're in the question, would you like to continue with this food? And they go, yes. So maybe pull some out. Maybe add in some green beans. Maybe just take out a quarter of a cup at each meal and some. And what if the weight just disappears, just dissipates, and there's no point of view around it? Um, and then if you have your emotional dog that maybe is holding on and um, weighting things down with their weight, there might be a lot more questions that are required. There might be more clearings. There might be more questions yourself that um, you might you could take a look at if you so choose. Everything is choice. Um, and so what have you made so vital about having an overweight animal? Everything that is, times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. And of course, get them out to exercise. Take them on walks, take them on runs, go um, as far as they would like to go. And with some dogs that may be farther than you want to go, some dogs it's a shorter than you want to go. So um, what if you are... In the question, you are present with your animal, and what things can just simply shift. Until next week, how much fun can you have with your animal? And what questions could you ask? And how present can you be with what's required? Thank you so much for joining me on Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. We Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?